Got a few plans there, don't you? Yes, many plans. <laughs> this is the Financial Side of Life podcast, episode 25. Welcome to the Financial Side of Life podcast. Our mission, to empower you with smart financial strategies and show that it's possible to get a college education, save, invest, retire, or do whatever makes sense to help you live your best life. We'll meet amazing people and professionals who will share stories about how they do it, and together we hope to bring a little sanity to your complex financial life. And now, here is your host, Certified Financial Planner Pro and founder of Avea Financial Planning, Angie Forbotten-LaRossi. Hey everybody, it's Angie here and I want to welcome you to the Financial Side of Life podcast. Today's interview is one of my favorites because of who I get to talk to. This is my second year to have a high school senior from Delta High School as an intern. The intern's job is primarily to manage this very podcast and some other marketing things, events, and so on. And we are coming to the end of the school year, which is a big milestone year, and graduation is just in a couple of weeks. But I think it's been a good one, and we'll find out what he thinks. So I'd like to welcome my 2018-19 intern, Brendan Davis, to our program. Welcome, Brendan. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> and thanks for being on this side of the microphone today. <laughs> How's it feel? Uh, it feels pretty, it feels different to say the least to be the one actually being interviewed. I have done a little bit of work on my own with audio and whatnot, recording for various things, both musically inclined and otherwise. So it's not too different from what I'm used to, but it is interesting because this is the first proper non-job-related interview I've had. All right. Excellent. Well, I have a lot of things I want to talk with you about. And I have not gone over any of these things with you. So, you know, if, if something comes up that you feel like you don't want to talk about, that's just fine with me. Okay. So I like to refresh your memory. We met about this time last year at the internship fair at the school at Delta. And I'm thinking that we had a telephone interview. Um, it was kind of over the telephone, but it was also on Zoom. You had it set up so I could like see you on Zoom, oh. but you couldn't see me because I didn't have a webcam. Okay. However, there were audio issues, so we ended up just using phones to talk to each other. It was a little weird. Okay, I remember now, now that you say that. Okay, so it's been just over a year. I know there aren't enough intern opportunities for all the seniors at Delta High School, so I don't know if I asked you this, but did you have any other internship offers? I had one other interview. Mm -hmm. However, they ended up picking not me, but actually your own son. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I remember that now. <laughs> you yeah. told me. Okay. So my, my question is, what attracted you to this internship? So I've always wanted to learn marketing skills because as I get older, I will probably be involved in many other businesses and whatnot. And a great way to get ahead in a business is to show your superiors that you have plans to help the business grow and what better way than to learn how to market, right? So learning marketing skills would help me in that facet, but as well as that, I also knew that this was a financial planning 
business and I hope to learn a little bit more about money and how to how to make passive income and how to work like with the stock market and just in general how to manage my money better so I don't make the same mistakes that others before me have. Okay. So now that the year is almost over, how do you think having had this particular internship versus another one, how do you think that's helped you? So as far as helping me, this internship has given me a lot of experience in fields that I think are going to be necessary for me to do what I want uh, when I'm older. Mm -hmm. So getting better advice on how to handle money as opposed to not really knowing and trying to fumble my way through and figure it out as, you know, my parents might have has helped me a lot as well as the marketing skills have helped me grow more as a sociable person so that I can speak more with other people easier or I can manage larger communities easier. But on top of that, something that I hadn't expected to come out of this internship was quite a bit of networking to done. I We work out of a multi-corporation building called Fuse in which it's a co-working space for many different companies Mm -hmm. and through the opportunities here I have met several different people from several different companies that will I'm sure greatly aid me on my career path as well as this they have greatly aided me in where I am now both by giving me opportunities to expand my interests but also in a way of giving me advice and letting me know what went, what worked well for them and what work, what didn't so that I can make sure I don't make the same mistakes. Yeah, and you were quite social here, I would say. At times very social, you know, talking to a lot of the people who are come and go and have offices here. So I think that is one of the really great benefits of us working out of a co-working space is there's a lot of people to connect with, right? Yeah, I definitely agree. I I try to keep, uh, in any workplace I have, I try to keep a relatively sociable interaction with my fellow coworkers because I feel like if you work with people you like and if you like the people you work with, working is a lot less of a chore and more of a fun team activity. Exactly. That's good. Okay. So an internship is typically designed to teach while while on the job, right? On the job training. Um do you think you've learned while on the job? Uh, yeah, I definitely think I have. I've mm-hmm. learned a lot, and I've learned a lot of good information, too. I've learned many things, not just in the fields of marketing, but also with uh, money planning, how to invest in the stock market, what a Roth IRA is, and how to best use it, how each brokerage account differs from each other and how different stock stock websites work. I've learned a lot of advice through listening to the other podcasts as well while I edit them on various topics, anything from student loan borrowing to retiring when you're 30, you know. Mm-hmm. We've had so many different topics and each one has, I think I've picked up a little bit of advice from each one. As well as this, like I said, I've learned a little bit about marketing, you know, how to run events, how to make sure that you get the maximum turnout. And I've also learned a lot about how to work with a wide variety of people because you really have to here at Fuse if you want to work in the team that is the co-working area. I've learned to work with people who are video game developers. I've learned to work with people who are software designers, graphic designers, 
uh, I even met a microbiologist or an ex-microbiologist who I I became somewhat of a companion to in a way. I I, wouldn't, I hesitate to say friend because I don't think I've really formed a true friendship with anyone at Fuse because, you know, we are co-workers. That's the word I was looking for, not companion, co-worker. <laughs> um, and she has a really great book, too, mm-hmm. that I read about her journey with, you know, her family's journey with mental illness and whatnot and how right. microbiology helped them. Right, right. Diane, right? Yes, Diane. Diane Borders. Excellent. Okay. What have you liked the most about putting together this podcast? Ooh, that's a tough question. The podcast process is at times very fun and at times not so fun. If it all goes well, I'd say it's all pretty fun no matter what part of the project. But I think my favorite part would be the actual direct working with the audio. The different steps I take to actually make sure that the audio works well and flows coherently is very nice and always feels really good when I realize that, hey, this person's messing up a lot on one sentence like I am a lot right now. <laughs> I try to fix it and, you know, I managed to get it so good that even when I listen back through it, I can't tell their cut or something with most editing I do. However, sometimes I get hit those like nice sweet spots and I'm just like, yes. <laughs> okay. Very so proud of myself. Exactly. And what would you say that you disliked? the most or was most challenging I think the most challenging was working with a lot of the technical mess ups that happened whether it be I mean what we had technical mess ups oh yeah 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 we know <laughs> I'm pretty sure last episode with Ilario Zaragoza yeah was uh that was me that was that was a technical mess up there but with it was operator error <laughs> yeah there was another one I believe with Joyce the audio file we had a lot of trouble getting that one to work because of uh, uh, how it was saved and how we actually saved it multiple times and moved it when we shouldn't have moved it and mm. we had a lot of trouble getting that one to work and that one was really rough to work out and some of the joy joy yeah, yeah okay joys mm-hmm. yeah and some of the other ones i mean we've had smaller issues we have had lar- larger issues those are always just really rough okay how about the internship in general? Any any major likes or dislikes, things that had to do just being here on a day-to-day basis? Um, I, I, I really like the area we're in. Like I said, the co-working space has given me a lot of opportunity. Sometimes it feels like I am kind of without guidance, but I think you did that on purpose for the most part to try and teach me that sometimes I need to find something for myself to do in the workplace. And usually I, I manage to. It's a little rough getting used to doing that because I've never held a job before. I've never had, you know, anything other than schoolwork or maybe some extracurricular activities like with a club. But then I have a generalized plan of what I'm going to do and what I need to be doing when. Mm-hmm. So having to, on the fly, if I finish, you know, what I can, find something to do uh, that is productive for work is a new experience. And while it's not one that I particularly liked because, you know, sometimes new experiences can be hard, I see the value in it. Mm -hmm. Well, here's a tip. So if you don't have something you have to work on, find a broom or a cloth (laughs) and sweep. Sweep or wipe something up. That's just kind of an old uh, adage when it came to, like, working in a garage, right? You got people standing around 
doing nothing. It's like pick up a broom, right? Same yeah. concept. I, you know, so in our case, it's maybe not a broom, but there's always something that can be done, right? Yeah. Always something to be worked on, improved on, rewritten, something like that. So Yeah, even if it's just going back through and cataloging all the old, like all the differences and changes we made with the podcast, like you had me do that once. Uh, although I'd already done it once on my own, just didn't actually write down what I cataloged, which was a mistake on my part. Okay, cool. Um, would there be anything that I asked? I asked Lexi the same question last year. Would there be anything I should do differently for my next intern? Be honest. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think because I do think there's there's always room to improve, but I'm also trying hard to think of where that room would be, you know? I think... With how the internship felt to me, at times it felt very whiplashy in the sense of at times it felt like you were giving me a lot of freedom to do what I chose and do, you know, as long as I was doing work, I could work, you know. But at other other times it felt very overbearing and very like I was being pressured a lot into doing something exactly the right way. But it felt like I was trying to I was trying to make an impossible basketball shot or something with no guidance on how to do it never having played basketball a day in my life so at times it felt like that but at times it felt like I was given a lot of freedom um so I think having a bit more uh consistency in that would be a little bit nicer okay so describe consistency in that what would that look like I think that either either choosing to be a little bit more overbearing and on like on top of you know things with the intern would be a lot better or choosing to be you know a lot more give them a lot more freedom of like hey so long as you're working and I will you know check in you know do whichever project you please so long as you get things done by these deadlines uh from there you know do do what you want so long as it gets done Mm -hmm. but other people I know would work better with a little bit more micromanaging I guess Mm -hmm. uh although I know you don't really want to do a lot One of the benefits of interning with me, uh, of my interns, if they want. So last year, Lexi, her parents did not take me up on that. But this year, your parents did, right? And so I know that you weren't really involved with most of our meetings, but maybe you could speak a little bit about what impact have you seen on their financial life? So I think a lot of the changes that they've made were mostly that would take a little while for me to see the really the fruits of their labor mm-hmm. however I have seen the changes to work because he went in and talked to them and said hey this is what you promised me and this is what I've been expecting you've not raised and he talked about a promotion and they told him that he wouldn't be viable for it because they had hired someone better so he managed to finally get himself out of the place he was stuck in and switch jobs and that put us in a lot better financial place with potential for overtime and has much cheaper insurance despite writing about the same coverage, mm-hmm. realize, you know, which areas we might spend too much on and which areas we might want to spend a little bit less on or which areas we, want to spend, want me, we might want to spend a little bit more on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how would you say by observing all of that, how has that impacted you? I think that observing all of this has kind of given me a little bit more of a breadth of, no- of a wider breadth of knowledge to pull from. Mm-hmm. So I know now that hey, keeping track of what you spend and when you spend it is actually a pretty good idea. Maybe not collecting receipts necessarily, but keeping track of, hey, I spent $400 on groceries and like $20, but then like $20 on like a movie or something, you know? 
keeping track of that and making sure that you're not spending too much on any one aspect of your life that you don't need to be spending that much on is very good. I've learned things like that. I've also learned that sometimes in order to get what you want or even what you are promised, you have to go up and you have to actually ask for it, Mm -hmm. like with my father. Right. So how about some of the college planning stuff that we've done with you? How has that impacted you? So the college planning stuff, I think, is very nice because the main impact I think it has had on me is just that I've learned a little bit more, I guess, is a good way to put it. And I will will know what what to do when it comes time to do this again next year or rather even more likely in five to six years when I'm applying for my major's degree. Uh, I will be more better prepared for that as well as for college planning, you know, that ties in with a lot of the other financial, you know, topics we've gone over like Roths and, you know, what are stock market and untaxable accounts versus taxable accounts. And so that I think has helped me a lot, both in the general field of like giving me more ideas of how things connect and how they work together. But it has also worked to help prepare me for my future in college because I plan to, once I have gotten money after getting my theoretical physics degree and hopefully becoming a theoretical physics researcher, uh, I plan to probably go back to college for more uh, education because in my opinion that you can really never have enough education and once I have the money to do that and still be financially okay, I'd really like to because you know the more you know, the better you are prepared for anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I didn't ask you much about yourself. Uh, I kind of wanted to dive right into the internship, but can you give us a little bit of uh, background about you? Who Who is Brendan? Wow, that was a really nice unintentional segue from going into my future career and into talking more about me. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my next part, too, but don't jump ahead. Okay, sorry. So but tell me about you, a little bit about you. I am... I'd like to think in this day and age, I'm a relatively average 17-year-old for the people that, at least for the people that I know. Uh, I am interested in outdoor activities, although I never seem to be able to do them, mostly because, uh, that is mostly my fault, however, because I wait for pe- for other people to be willing to do them with me, and no one ever wants to. So I should, at this point, just learn to just go out and do it on my own, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's not necessarily as fun as it would be. Um, I online showing of SpaceX launching, I think they launched like 60 satellites into Earth at once, which is the largest ever, just because that's interesting, you know, the progression we've made in rockets and whatnot, that's what interests me. I, I'm interested in like here, I'm interested in the future, really, mm-hmm. because I believe that we are the closest we've ever been next 100 to 200 years. Mm-hmm. So would you be on one of those ships that... If I could live on another planet and like, as... I think I would only do it if it was specifically designed to be a research vessel, right? Because what I really want to do is research. I don't want to live on another planet and be cut off from the ability to research because I'm on Mars now. That would be great. I love to be on. I want to do with my time is to learn more about the topics that we don't know enough about as humanity. I want to be a theoretical physicist researcher because to me that is an, a, a potentially crazy important part of our society that we should how properly how gravity works if we can reverse engineer it we could create a more use won't be enough 
we won't be able to use that forever because it would just become unfeasible power it would take for us to use that for say like a colony ship to a planet outside our own solar system potential thing that we could do and but we haven't really talked about it or even put too much effort into researching it if we can understand how things like quantum entanglement works then we learn so much more i mean quantum entanglement could theoretically be used for an almost telekinetic like way of moving things you're talking over my head now just <laughs> fyi sorry <clears throat> anyway i asked the question so i'm glad but uh all right so we're moving into you know this this really big period of your life graduation yeah end of school end of high school end of all of that um k through 12 what kind of advice are people giving you oh so much there's so much <laughs> of it it's so diversified i think to quantify into one subject would be way too hard so i'm just going to give a couple examples yeah. i mean i've heard people say completely contradictory things people mm -hmm. say you know go to college and do your work and stay on task stay straight and you know you'll do good. But then there are other people who are like, go to parties, enjoy your time in college, you know, try to make sure that you live your fullest life and you'll do well. And it's like, those are completely contradictory ideas. So I'm going to try to find a way to integrate a little bit of both, you know, stay mostly on task, but have a little bit of relaxation time and maybe go to a couple parties, although I doubt it. Never been much of the party type myself. Um, I've heard people say, you know, if you work your hardest and put a lot of effort in, then life will give you what you deserve, right? But then I've also heard people say that this entire country is luck-based, so, you know, good luck. But <laughs> I don't know. The different advice I've gotten has all been very useful to me. I mean, I understand that some things in the world are completely luck-based. I mean, I was unlucky enough to be born into the situation I'm in, and I was not lucky enough to be born the son of some rich billionaire or something, right? But I know that through hard work, even all kinds of bad luck can be overcome. So. So what is what is maybe one piece of advice that you're taking most to heart? I think the piece of advice I'm taking most to heart is something one of my friends told me, which he said was a quote from some show he watched, so it probably sounds kind of weird, but it was, uh, the original quote I think he said was something along the lines of, being weak isn't bad, staying weak is, or something like that, right? But I take that more as having negative qualities isn't bad, but keeping those negative qualities and not at least trying to improve yourself is one of the worst ways you could live. And I take that really to heart and try to live my life based on that. If I notice that I have something that is I don't like, I try to fix it. Okay, good. So, Brendan, you are exactly 14 days away from graduation. It's only two weeks away. And I have a son, too, just as an aside. I, my son is a senior at Delta High School, and he also graduates in 14 days. So yeah. we're all right there. It's kind of impactful not only for you as the student, but also for, for me and your parents as parents, right? Yeah. <laughs> my and, mom go ahead my mom nearly uh i think she nearly cried when i first told her my original plans for college which was to uh which was i think a little bit over the top now it was back in i think freshman or sophomore year where i decided that 
I wanted to try going to college in like Germany, which mm-hmm. is a whole nother country, which is way over the top as I've kind of come to realize and really unnecessary because we have better schools here than the schools I was thinking about going to. So nothing wrong with over the top, Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that would have been a great experience. It would have been a great experience, but I mean, I, I, I'll have time, I think, to embrace other cultures in my actual job should I get the job I want, which is quite likely considering it's one of the fastest growing industries on the market and constantly has, you know, job openings. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because people in that field, I mean, you have to go all over the world to different research sites if you want to research different topics. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I've met people who are in this job field that have been from anywhere from Japan to northern Canada, right? And that's going around the other side of the world, not the one where they're really close together. <laughs> exactly. So I, I think back to when I was in high school, and I remember this last week or two of high school. I remember it quite well because it just seemed like everybody kind of came together all at that end. And your school is very small. Yeah. So how many kids are in your grade, roughly? 84, 85. Yeah, so it's not all that many kids. And I, I think you're, you know, you're not all great friends necessarily, but you're all pretty pretty good friends. You know, you all know each other to some degree. I'd say we're all co-workers but we're not all friends i mean some of us don't even like each other i know there are well, sure. quite a few people who uh, <laughs> it I've, is high school <laughs> yeah i mean there's high school drama everywhere i mean yes, uh, as yes. much as i try to avoid it you yes. know there's people who like to say things behind people's backs and that's you know make of it what you will but we are all relatively to some degree close and we all i think in the end we do care about each other if nothing else just as fellow humans sure so I think that this final week, these final two weeks will be, or have been at the very least, kind of a coming together moment as well, where we all realize that, hey, we're all about to graduate. We're, we're, most of us will probably not see the rest of us for a long time, if mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Why bother keeping, you know, the hatred or the drama going, you know, because it's almost too late now to really make anything out of it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, people really haven't been having those moments because it's been so stressful with finals coming up. We haven't taken our finals yet. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> so how are you feeling? How are you feeling through this time? You know, you're getting really close to the end. Anxious, but excited. Anxious, but excited. Mostly anxious for, you know, like I said, finals. I have my senior capstone project to present, and I have to actually present that to real community members that are not from the school. Mm-hmm. But I also have... My math final coming up, and oh, that's intimidating. <laughs> um, but other than that, really, I'm mostly just pretty excited to finally be getting out of high school and getting into college where there's a lot more freedom and hopefully, you know, having my own job, which I actually ha- do. That's not a hope. That is a, it's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and having the experience that comes with college because being in a really small titan at high school will be so much different than being at a college with some thousands of people, even if it's a relatively local college like WCU Tri-Cities for the first year. Mm-hmm. So when you look back on your high school years, is there anything that stands out? Stands out how? Mm, that's either a, a great thing or a not-so-great thing. Anything There wasn't big in your you know memory? There wasn't a lot of great things going on at the high school was mostly just kind of average to good it was also i think the year i 
stopped being able to contact contact with my therapist. So mm-hmm. I guess that kind of coincides to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Year or I got pneumonia in uh, junior year, late into junior year, and that basically wiped me out for moments that stopped me, I think, from being what I could have been academically, you know? Then I did, honestly, I would have been... I could have easily vied for the position of salutatorian if I had wanted to, but I guess I just didn't really want to at the time. And even if I, you know, changed my mind now, regret instead, take it as a learning experience. Yeah, apply that going forward, right? I think it will always be something I have relatively mixed feelings about. Mm-hmm. I know as you get further away from a memory in your life, you typically tend to look back on it with more positive feelings probably more bad than there was good in my high school career so I'm not sure the things that weren't good were they things that you had control over or were they things that were out of your control control over them or I just didn't do anything about them because I just failed to do anything about them Mm -hmm. but I'd say about half them know I had somewhat been kind of ostracized from a lot of the people that I had me and uh, another one of my classmates were coming to find in high school he had been apparently trash talking me behind my back the entire time for no reason i had been nothing but nice to him as far as i knew but you know what happens happens and i'm not going to hate him for it but it does kind of hurt so how about how about going forward because at some point here soon you're going to really kind of be on your own yeah right at college away away at college and how can you take some of those high school experiences where you you had some control, but you didn't have all the control. How are you going to apply that to some new situations in college that might come up like that? I think the best way to apply to those situations is look at what you can control and make the most out of that instead of trying to focus on the negatives of, I can't control this, this this is so bad, why is this happening? Instead, look at, look at it and say, here's what I can change, here's what I can't. I have to put up with what I can't, but in exchange, I can make these things great. And if you look at it like that, I think that when I look at it like that, rather, it'll be a lot better than just trying to say this sucks. Why is why is this so bad? <laughs> okay. So I know you've got some things coming up ahead. You've given a lot of thought to your future, right? Yeah, and quite a bit. Can you tell us a little bit what's coming up next? So up next is a year at our local college, WC Tri-Cities, where I will be doing my prerequisites for my physics degree then or about a year maybe a little bit more but I doubt it because I already have some of the credits I need Mm -hmm. then after that I'll be transferring up to WCU Pullman for my actual degree Uh, after acquiring that I'll probably be looking around either here or somewhere else in the United States for a national laboratory where I can work as a lab tech because that's relatively good pay a little over minimum wage pay it's about $35,000 a year and I, then while I'm doing that I'm going to be gathering my supplies and my knowledge and apply for a couple different colleges for my major most importantly or rather the one that I want to get into for my uh, for my master's degree or my PhD rather would be um, MIT mm-hmm. the Massachusetts Institute of Technology I believe it is right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. And hopefully I'll get in there. And I know that a vast, overwhelming majority of the people who 
go into the field that I want to go into actually end up making money no matter what college they go to simply because that is how in demand the field is because we always need more people learning more you know so we can advance ourselves and hopefully if I get into MIT I can go through college relatively worry-free or go through my master's degree relatively worry-free and focus more on trying to make sure that I can get the degree and I can become an actual researcher like I want to be instead of just a lab tech or instead of something else. And then after I do that, I'll spend a few years saving up money and putting money away in retirement accounts, uh, which I will hopefully have been doing all the, the whole time, mm-hmm. but also putting more money in those accounts, putting money in a a brokerage account probably not necessarily for retirement just for stocks and whatnot as a kind of passive income strategy and then i will hopefully be trying to put myself back through college for other degrees such as computer science aerospace engineering other things because if you have if you hard focus only on one subject while that subject may be the main focus of your career if you come at it with the perspective of someone else then maybe you'll be able to solve a problem that no one else has. I mean, there's this story that's a little unprofessional to say, but it's a story of these this person who works with some kind of emergency services, and he was called into this rave because someone was really high on LSD and was up on, like, a lamppost screaming about being a moth and being attracted to the light and, you know, staring at the, I think it was either the sun or the moon, I don't remember if it was day or night, and, like, stuff like that. And they couldn't figure, it was definitely night, actually, now that I think about it, because the lamp was the only source of light around, and that was why he was up there. And they were trying to figure out how to get him down. They spent hours and hours trying to think of different strategies, and none of them worked until a janitor came up and flipped the light off, shined a flashlight up to him, and then followed it down the pole, and he followed the entire time, Mm -hmm. still wholly believing that he was a moth, you know? Mm -hmm. If they hadn't had the perspective of someone who was a much simpler worker, you know, they might not have figured out how to get him down properly in time. Mm -hmm. But because that person did have that perspective, they were able to approach it from a different point of view and find a better solution. So widening my ability to hold more perspectives will, I think, greatly benefit me in my life. So that's what I want to do after I become a theoretical physicist. And then eventually when I get, when it gets time that I retire, I want to teach. I'm not sure what subject I want to teach right yet. Probably either base level physics or theoretical physics at a college degree or college level. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. (laughs) Got a few plans there, don't you? Yes. Many plans. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, Brendan, as as you know, as we wrap up our conversation, I'm curious, what advice do you think you would give to a high school junior? So that's I wanted to know, speaking to a high school junior, as they enter their last year of high school and they start to think about their life after high school, what advice do you have for them? I think the most important piece of advice I can give is, and this is going to sound a little bit hypocritical coming from me, but... Don't worry, not everyone has it figured out when you're even as old as, you know, a senior, you know, not everyone has it figured out what they want to do until they're already in their second year of college or even later. Uh, I'd say it's better to stay away from college if you don't know what you want to do because switching majors costs a lot of money. But 
take your time to figure it out if you don't know what it is you want to do. Don't rush yourself because you'll only end up getting stuck doing something you thought you would love and you didn't. As well as that though, a little minor piece of advice, don't stop working during senior year. It's like the, the, one of the biggest years that colleges look at because they're like, <laughs> hey, are they willing to stick it through and finish strong or did they just give up near the, near the end because they wanted to be done? Uh, but the more important piece of advice I think is the one about uh, you know, not worrying too much about knowing where you want to be in the future. Yeah, good. All right. Well, Brendan, so I just have a big, big thank you to you for all the hard work and help, especially on the podcast this whole year. A lot of that is uh, 100% due to you. And I know that you have all these very big plans that come up after yeah. graduation. So I just want to say thank you again for your help this year. Um, and I, I hope that Whatever you take away, you know, from this year together working on this project and working with me, that you, you know, take away that the fact that you can believe in yourself and that you, you can really achieve anything that you want. And you have a lot of big plans. So yeah. I expect to see some big plans being achieved in Ho the near future. Okay. Hopefully <laughs> in like, give it like 10, 20 years, hopefully you'll see my name up on like a TV and you'll be like, wow, he just discovered, you know artificial gravity this changes the entire world you know we can do a ton of crazy things i don't know oh well that would be awesome and i i would say i knew him when yeah <laughs> oh I, I knew him when he was still in high school he was an intern for me that's right yeah so anyway thanks for coming on the program and telling your story i think a lot of high school kids can relate to what you've been talking about so yeah, I think so as well. I think a lot of people my age don't realize, and even a lot of older people don't realize, that what you're going through is not exclusive to you. Yeah. Almost everyone else has the same experiences or at least similar experiences, so don't be too afraid to reach out. Yeah, and and that's my advice to you, right? Up at school, be sure to ask for help, right? Yeah. We talked about that. So, All right, Brendan, thank you. Thank you very much. I want to thank my guest again for stopping by the podcast booth and sharing their unique story with us. And thank you for listening to today's program. Be sure to go to aveafp.com to check over the show notes for details and links from our conversation. Don't forget to send in your questions and I'll answer them in a special listener mailbag episode. So I invite you to come back and listen again, subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app or at aveafp.com, that's A-V-E-A-F -E like financial, P like planning.com. Thank you for tuning in.